0: Hey, how's everybody
1: doing out there? Welcome to Major League Gay holes the show. I'm Pete. I'm Ryan. Welcome to the show, uh, Major League holescom Nothing but technical difficulties here, but that's par for the course.
0: Yeah, you when you use third-party software for free, you gotta, <laughs> you got to roll with it. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, I'm going to start off because uh, we're going to give you it's – a, it's a beautiful day. It, it's I think it's the first time that we've done this broadcast with just, like, perfect weather. Uh, like, Hard to believe it be it's a, May 1st. It's May 1st. Uh, it'd be a great day for baseball uh, in the, in the beautiful city of Chicago. Uh, unfortunately there won't be any real baseball play today, but lots of simulated baseball going on. And speaking of that, we've got our baseball simulated update to open up the uh, broadcast today. Um, so the white baseball so- reference baseball com continues the sim. And, uh, News is not really good for Chicago at this point. Uh, How many games the, in would we be in right now? We are um, thirty. So, something uh, Well, we're we're depending on the team, we're anywhere from thirty one to thirty three games into wow. the season. Uh, the Indians have played thirty three games and are on top of the Sox by one game. Oh, with a twenty and thirteen record and a six oh six winning percentage. The White Sox are eighteen and thirteen. 31 games, so the Indians have two games in hand, uh, at a 581 and one game back. But here's the team that we have been talking about since the beginning of the season: the Minnesota Twins have surged back into this race. Okay. They're just one game under 500 and four games back. So this is starting to look starting to more, more like
1: reasonable than the reasonable beginning. than
0: yeah. Uh, the Tigers are nine and twenty-two. That's very reasonable. Back, very reasonable. Very reasonable. They own the worst record, along with still
1: San Diego, the San
0: Diego Padres.
1: Yeah, that's, that's nine well and strange.
0: twenty-two. That's a little strange. The Giants are still faring better for uh, one of the other teams we talk about here on the on the uh, show. Um, the Giants are eleven and twenty. They're two games better than the Padres. The beloved Cub, everybody. 13 and 19, six games back. The Cardinals are back on top at 19 and 13. Six Um, games. Yikes. Looking around the league in general, it looks like, I mean, everything's kind of close to probably how it would kind of be. The Yankees are 23 and 9. I mean, they're stacked. I mean, no one should be surprised by that. The Rays, the rest of the AL East, though, is under five hundred, which is interesting.
1: I could see that coming a little bit. I mean, I, yeah. that, that seems plausible. Except the, I mean, the Rays and the Yankees, I think, are the class of the NL East. And the, Ray, in, but... the,
0: the Rays are in second and 15 and 18 and eight and a half games back. Oh,
1: yeah, and, I don't see that. I think they could be a lot closer than that. but
0: And that puts them in was... a three-way tie with the Blue Jays and Orioles. With yeah, the Red Sox coming up in the trunk at 11 and a half back at 12 and 21.
1: Yeah, I mean, they dump Mookie Betts, and they have no pitching. Yeah, right. No, I,
0: yeah, I, I – yeah. That's I'm assuming surprising.
1: Chris Sale is not on the uh, not on the roster. No,
0: I, I believe any pre – no, all preseason injuries and all that, you know, if they weren't going to pitch play this year, they're not on the roster. Okay, rosters. okay. Um, Fascinating. The, the <laughs> Yeah, great way to keep that in line. Uh, the ALS. <laughs> Uh, the A's as we thought would are on top at twenty and thirteen. Yeah, Houston without garbage can banging is seventeen and fourteen, and two games back along with the Mariners. But that's gonna be good I, for
1: my fantasy team because I drafted a bunch of Astros because I'm an a-hole. But yeah,
0: it was, Smitty was the first one to go uh, with the Astro. I got all sorts you know, of deals. The, he got all sorts of deals. Deals and that, steals. So. So yeah, so that's uh that the uh, NL East if anyone cares, Braves are on top, not surprising. Mets 4 games back, Nationals at 500. That's probably maybe a little bit generous cuz they lost a lot in the offseason too. So Anyway, well, so that's the uh, the simulated baseball season update. Uh, wish it was real, but oh well, what can you do? Soon, it seems soon. And uh, speaking of that, Smitty, take it away.
1: Yeah, I wonder if we should talk about some real news.
0: Now here's the news.
1: It's the news. The big news. Oh fuck, Scotty, that is good news. That is great news, man. Let's bring it all home as Major League Baseball presents This Week in Baseball. Actually, last week I was making fun of all the contingency plans or ideas that Major League Baseball is coming up with once a week. It seemed 15. like. Yeah, we'd have uh, what the first week it was a one location biodome plan. The second week it was two locations, Arizona and Florida third week. It was three locations thrown in Arizona into the mix. And I was getting tired of all of that. And lo and behold, they come up with a brand new plan that has actually piqued my interest Uh, I'm actually really excited about this new contingency plan. I think it's got, it's, it'd be fun. It's um, got some real plausible. It seems more, more plausible than all the rest. And it has the backing of public and health officials officially. Um, uh, At least uh, Chicago's mayor Lightfoot uh, said that it's very possible that games could be played without fans in home team stadiums. so baseball would be in Chicago. Baseball would be in stadiums across the country. There just wouldn't be any fans there. And the idea of that I think is the we heard the players balking at the idea of being sequestered from their families for months on end uh, in the in the previous three plans that we saw. Um, the 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 coolest thing about this plan is the three divisions of 10 teams. It'd be a complete realignment of baseball. There'd be no, lo, no longer an American league or a national league. It would all be regional divisions, which I think is a direction baseball was looking into before this pandemic kind of threw everything in, out of control, but um, it's fucking awesome. It's essentially combining the the AL East and the NL East into an eastern division
0: right combining
1: the nl central and the al central into a central division and then Fuck of course, you the, cubs. In the west
0: we're coming for you well,
1: that's the beauty of it. it puts the the cubs in the same division with the white socks uh, and for still real with...
0: baseball all the time
1: oh my god so the tigers would be in that division too so it's like a dream a dream for me um the the weirdest thing about it is like the the divisions line up just like I described, except for Atlanta would be in the Central and Pittsburgh would be not be in the Central and be in the East. And I guess the reason they would do that is uh, just to keep the Phillies in the and the Pirates in the same division. I guess I don't I don't fully understand that because everything else is set up regionally, so mm. to cut down on travel. But the, So the Braves would be in with the, with the Cubs, White Sox, and Tigers, which is odd, but whatever. I can live with that. Um, I love it. Like, literally, it's, it's got me excited. And from everything I've read, this is, this is a plan that has baseball officials excited. Uh, and it seems, seems like this could be the actual direction instead of just a, a wacky idea that's being thrown out once a week. This seems like something that might actually happen. Um, they talked about the season starting uh, like first week of July, so they'd start uh, you know a truncated spring uh, spring training two in Arizona and Florida. I'm guessing uh, in in June at some point, mid June, early to mid June, uh, they'd have a hundred game season then starting in July. They would have uh, playoffs, I believe, starting in. Either late October or in November, and I think that's when you get into
0: that's a neutral site scenario. Back in the right? neutral,
1: yeah, you'd have to with the weather concerns. So, I'm I'm fine. I could live with that. They they talked about an expanded playoffs. I don't know if you yeah, saw exactly what, I, what did I, that mean. I I have got some guesses on what that means, but I didn't see exactly meant, what
0: it meant. Seven seven teams from each division, which would mean only three teams don't. Don't make it. It couldn't be. It'd be that'd be 21. I know. I know. I it was well, it wasn't. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. 14. Well, I guess it was 14 teams total when they were doing the scenario as just
1: an so American there'd be league wild and National league. Okay.
0: So I don't know though how it breaks out. Okay. Then I don't think they've the spelled league. that out.
1: Yeah. I think what, what it would be would be four teams from each division. So there'd be a total of 12 teams. Right now, there's there's ten teams that make the playoffs in a traditional three three division winners and two wild cards, so that'd be ten total. So I'm thinking by expanded they mean just take the top four out of each ten team division, so you'd have twelve then. And then I don't know how you match those up. You know, I think it's maybe it's just by seeding or something. Let's um, do
0: six and have a wild card, or five with a wild card game, right?
1: Uh, you could do that. There'd be an odd number of teams is the problem no no you have
0: you'd you have you'd have uh the top three don't play four and five play each other to get in
1: Oh, I see what you're saying
0: yeah I yeah I mean they, who knows I mean yeah I mean, any, any of these are any of these are on the table. I, I just think because my my gut tells me because of the lack of baseball and the money they're going to try to make up, which we'll go into another way to do that in a minute um they will probably want the playoffs to be as large as possible. That makes sense without turning it into like a, you know, we used to joke about hockey, how like everyone made it, except like four teams and basketball too. Yeah. So uh, without turning into that, le- leaving it with, with like some sort of uh like, I, I, I in, in a 10 team division, five of the teams making it isn't, isn't the worst thing in the world. Right. Yeah, that's I would that's why I would lean more towards four and not have a wild card
1: top four. At least you're not taking half the division, half the league. Um a little bit less than that. And I think that that's closer to closer to what we've seen in the past. So I, I, I'd be a proponent of that. The next thing they'd have to figure out is, you know, are these you know, are these initial games, you know, one game series? Are they three games, five games, seven games? You know, how how are they gonna plan all that? You know, who knows? But well, I think they'll cross that bridge when they when they actually have a schedule to work with and know. You know, obviously, all these plans come with the caveat that we have to have you know a flattening of the curve, which we are actually seeing. Uh, feeling positive with the sunshine and hearing hearing good news about that. You know, vaccine potential. T- you know, really the the main thing they're saying is abundant testing. For this to happen, the players are going to have to be tested constantly and. They also don't want to appear to be, you know, using all the tests that are available to the rest of the country. Um, and so there has to be widespread testing available to the public. And that that seems to be ramping up. And I think that's going to be happening in the next week or two, which would be fucking awesome. So th- those hurdles are are coming down. Um, the once seemingly insurmountable hurdles are are getting knocked down one by one, so that's, yeah. that's why that's why I feel a little more positive every, about this and things in general right now. So,
0: yeah, just a word of advice to people in Chicagoland: don't, if you're gonna have a house party, don't don't post it on a don't post <laughs> don't post it on Facebook or wherever the fuck you posted it. Keep it to let's, yourself, you assholes. Yeah, let's
1: wait. Let's wait for the parties for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I have one interesting thought and maybe we get into this more next week. It's about time. What rules are those? What rule? Fuck you. What rules <laughs> are those three divisions going to play under? Are we going to is this going to be the way to muscle in getting away from the pitcher batting in baseball?
1: Yeah, I think I yeah, we didn't talk about that at all, but I think it's I think that's implied that it, there's going to have to be a, a designated hitter in in since there are no leagues anymore every team will have a designated hitter. Yeah, so uh, if
0: ba- baseball goes back to normal, d- is this the way that we just yeah. see the be- the pitcher finally hitting yeah. go away?
1: I think it absolutely is and I think I think they'll see you could even see you know maybe they'll decide, "Wait, 100 games is way better than 162. We can pack this in and rework all the rework everything." I I, I wouldn't be opposed, you know. I want tons of baseball, but 162 games seems ridiculous where maybe a 100 game sprint is that much more exciting with expanded players right. so you know so. being in the, being in the wild west you know throwing all the traditional rules out out of the out of the book it just it could lead to lots of opportunities and lots of creative thinking and a, a whole new future that might might be a lot more exciting which i'm all for i'm all for outside the box thinking i think it's i think it's fun so yeah hopefully we, we do see a positive change like that in my mind at least All right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's that, uh, other local news. Um, do you want to get into the the Cubs lawsuit?
0: Oh yeah. We can get into the Cubs lawsuit. So interestingly, um, Leah Zuniga 28 was hit in the face with a baseball back in 2018. She suffered, um, fractures in both eyes and her, Her teeth were damaged, which, whatever reason, when I read that, I just thought of the song Crooked Teeth from Death Cab from Cutie, but whatever. No, I can't get it out of my head. Anyway, I digress. So, uh, she, uh, she is suing the Cubs for 50k plus in damages from this, uh, this foul ball accident. Um, her, her lawyer is using the platform of, they should have expanded the netting, which is true, but that didn't even come up in discussion until 2019. And where this lawsuit kind of falls apart is, we all know there's been a disclaimer on the back of a baseball ticket since the beginning of time that says, "Baseball, uh, Major League Baseball and no baseball team is liable for any injury that occurs of balls coming out of the field. Yeah, there.
1: There's a couple things. There's two reasons why I think this has become news. Number one, there's nothing else to fucking talk about. So anything, anytime the Cubs are mentioned, yep. yeah, they they need to be make a big news story about it. Uh, the, the other part is I think this is the final time this kind of lawsuit can be can be uh, put into the public. That literally this exact same lawsuit was filed in 2018 by a, some man in Schaumburg who had a similar situation where he was hitting the orbital bone. And I think he's partially blinded from it. Same lawsuit. I uh, tried to sue the Cubs for not having the netting up, sued them for $50,000 and it got thrown out. Just like every single one of these lawsuits get, gets thrown out. Um, they call it the baseball rule, Yep, which doesn't, doesn't seem to have the, <laughs> the gravitas of Roe v. Wade or Percy versus Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> they just call it the baseball rule where wow. it states as long as uh, baseball stadiums have a a percentage of seats protected by protective netting, which they have for century. Yeah, yeah. Forever behind home plate. The rest of fans assume a certain amount of risk by going to a baseball game. And I've thought that every time I went to a baseball game, I assume some risk. I have to pay attention. and if I'm sitting in really good seats, which I've done a few times. You've got to pay a lot of attention to screaming foul, foul, line drive foul balls coming in the crowd. That's just how it is. Yeah. The other I, reason I, I lived, it-
0: I lived a situation like that at Wrigley. I was chatting on a foul ball and all of a sudden I, we looked up and it was, it was coming right at us. And I mean, luckily we looked up, I mean, it was, it was a little higher up. It was in a line drive, but it still would have hurt, but you know, we, we, I, I moved protected the beer and, and was safe. Protect you know. the beer. That's, that's the key. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. The so. other reason this is a dying breed of lawsuit
1: and probably the last one is everyone's going to have netting up the Cubs, the Cubs announced before the 2020 season was supposed to start that they're going to have netting that extended, they call it the elbows of the ballpark, which I thought was really strange. I think uh, Crane Kenny called it that, the elbows of the ballpark. And I read further that that means the it's basically between the ends of the dugouts and the foul poles, like halfway yeah. up. Which which seems more than reasonable. Um, I think the White Sox have gone foul pole to foul pole, like all the way down, uh, which is excessive, but you know it's fine. What whatever whatever works. And every stadium is a little bit different how how they attach and how they work how you know, what, what systems they use to actually hang those so that it obstructs views the least. So, uh,
0: you know, having, having been at the y game after they did that, it's, it's, it's really not noticeable.
1: Yeah. And it's fine. It, I would actually, it'd be kind of nice to sit in really good seats like that and then not even have to think about it. Just, yeah, exactly. Just focus on drinking your beer, not protecting it. True. So it's kind of a frivolous lawsuit. Um, I, f- I feel horrible for her. I mean, she's a, f- they showed pictures all over. She's a yeah, fucking it, mess.
0: Uh, unbelievable. Like just, of course, terrible. those, those were
1: pictures from, you know, the right after the within died. the two years ago. So they, they're making it look like she still looks like that. And I hope she looks better than that. Cause it was awful, <laughs> but um, no offense, whatever her name was, but, um, Oh my
0: God, I almost spit out my water. <laughs>
1: Um, so, yeah, it's it's just an unfortunate thing. You know, what, was the,
0: what was the quote, though, you sent to me the other day? Oh,
1: yeah. She said um, the way she described be, the terror of being hit in the face was the only thing she had to sop up the waterfall of blood coming from her face was the beef sandwich that she had with her. And I was wondering if you would consider that a baptized beef sandwich.
0: You know what? I'm thinking though, isn't that the rizzo? Cause it's red sauce.
1: The red sauce. God.
0: <laughs> it's bona beef at Wrigley with the red sauce. That's the rizzo. That's not baptized. Uh, Jesus. It was just a,
1: <laughs> God. that's so gross. It's but it was just a weird thing that she would describe. Like, oh, at least she had I mean it's
0: perfect. Th- he's he's at he's at she he's had her at beef.
1: She did state the 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 very last line of the article I read. states, she is still to this day a Cubs fan. She just wants 50k from them, but she'll she'll continue to be a Cubs fan and continue yeah, to go to games I mean, and continue to enjoy her beef sandwiches.
0: It's not but, really. It's not really. What's weird is it's really no one's fault. Yeah, no, not even no, the yeah, person's I, fault because like the re. When a, when a when a baseball is screaming at you at 100-plus miles an hour, yeah. even if you are paying attention, like
1: – A lot of people want to blame the fan for not you know being on their phone. Yeah. You know, blame millennials for being on their phone and not paying attention. Well, But we don't even some, know
0: if that was the case. Yeah, was we it? don't I mean, know. I no, yeah. She got hit with a ball. Like like reacting to something coming at you 100 miles an hour, yeah. you don't have a lot of time.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> – Less than a second. You're looking at increased exit velocities. We're looking at you know closer seats that are closer to the field than ever before. It's just a different time, and that's why that's why baseball had to react. They did react slowly to put up the nets. Uh, although I can't I can't say the White Sox are slow. They were the first ones that put it up. I think in all of major leagues to put up netting last year. And of course the Cubs haven't done it yet. But that was that was planned for 2020. But I believe all ballparks in 2020 were going to have the extended netting. So, yep do what you got to do. But yeah, I think that'll be the end of lawsuits of that type.
0: Um, all right. So, uh, how about the, what do you want to do? Ticket refunds or? Yeah, let's talk about the ticket refunds. Since yes, we We're staying localized here for a second, we did make major um, league baseball so...
1: the assholes of the week a couple weeks ago for, uh, not allowing refunds to ticket holders, and uh, not only was there a class action lawsuit filed the week after, but now, bending under the immense pressure that Major League assholes has put on put on to Major League Baseball, they have announced that all Major League teams are allowed now, which I thought was strange, strange terminology. They're allowed to offer refunds
0: to fans going forward. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought as usual, we, we, we pressed and we got results for you people. Right. So power of the people. Woo. Um, it, what was interesting about it. You're welcome. Uh, they also have allowed teams, uh, to offer their, a team by team basis, their own way of offering the refund or offering a credit. Um, and Again, the tigers, probably. I mean, I guess it's just the the Illages uh, are, you know, they're rich, and they're not treating this as much as a business, right now, but as uh, a way of giving back in a shitty time. Yeah, and. <laughs> they are offering if you choose if you're a season ticket holder and choose not to take the refund they're giving you 30% back on future ticket purchases yeah, that's, 30% that's, awesome. that's that's a lot so like yeah i've average, seen 5% is is the standard Yes, I know our, the cubs our, and Sox have and the giants the all and the giants, okay. other teams are, are are really generous they're offering a whole 5% credit back which probably yeah. won't even get you a ticket for the for the seat but like, if you think about <clears> the 30%, you're a season ticket holder. I was a season, a full season ticket holder for the White Sox. You're talking roughly to sit on the third, at that time, this was in 2005 10. and 2006. Yeah, 15 for years two ago. T- For two tickets, that was uh, about 7500 bucks to sit in uh, row 20 on the third baseline. They were good seats, right? So they were years. nice seats. Yeah. I did like those um, seats. And so if you, if you think about that from like a 30, a 30% standpoint, I mean, you're getting like about a, you're going to get like a, obviously 30% you're going to a third of your season tickets paid for, for the following year. I mean, that's really fucking generous uh, of, 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 of the tigers and the tigers continue. I feel like they've really stepped up during, during this whole situation. Compared yeah. to the other three teams that we – well, I mean, the Sox and the Cubs and the Giants have not done anything like we're going to talk about in a little bit with our asshole of the week. But and they've, they've, all, they've all been looking at plans to keep everyone employed and paid. But, I mean, the Tigers have been the first ones to come out aggressively – in a very good way in every one of these situations. So uh, Detroit has needed all the help
1: they can get as a city for quite some time. And for at least the last you know decade or so, the, the Tigers have been at the forefront of the Detroit revival. Uh, the yeah, family that's sits, true. It's yeah. family specifically owning the Red Wings as well, building the new stadium downtown for the wings. And then eventually the Pistons. Um, So they've, they've tied their, their own family brand identity, I guess you could say to, to the revival of Detroit. And I think this is just an extension of that being more than, more than generous with their season ticket holders policies, uh, and just being kind of an ambassador for, for Detroit and being a champion for, for the people. So, um, you know, people, I've got some issues with Chris Illich, um, not spending much money on the team, uh, although and and his uh, loyalty to one general manager, Elavila. Uh, <laughs> but beyond that, you can't really you can't really complain about their financial investment in the city and their continued their continuing that uh, more than generous policy is is just more evidence of that. So so, Bravo, Detroit. Appreciate appreciate you guys the Illiches. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the, oh, I'm sorry,
0: I was doing my El Avila uh,
1: imitation. Chicago doesn't have nearly the, Chicago and San Francisco don't have nearly the economic situation that Detroit has had, so I think the, owners, the ownership doesn't have to tie themselves necessarily to to that rebuilding of a community, the way the way yeah. you have to in Detroit, so that I think that would explain some of those differences. But
0: no, yeah, I, I I agree with that comment. At the same time, then you look at it as they could probably afford more though than possibly the Tigers, right? Like, yeah. So as usual, the 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 more lucrative teams stay lucrative, and yeah, the teams who. You know, whatever. But uh, I mean, I guess something's better than nothing. Uh, if I was already a season ticket holder, I would probably just take the 5% credit myself at that point because I'm just going to buy tickets again anyway. Yeah, you, so, think, you
1: think people that are season ticket holders are in the economic situation where this downturn is not crushing them at this point? Right.
0: I mean, oh, mostly, like, so many businesses anyway.
1: Right there. I mean, there is potential for that for sure. And you know, people—the key is people that bought single game tickets. If they're allowed, they're finally now allowed to get refunds. So, um, did you get a notice or? I didn't buy tickets this year.
0: Oh, for some reason, I thought you had bought a few sets, a few, a
1: few games. I I didn't. No, last year was the first. I didn't. I bought. I only went to two two Cubs games last year, um, and I wasn't even considering buying tickets until later in the season this year. So who knows now, good, but good move. Um, good move. Yeah. Yeah. That's worked out, but yeah, it kind of sucks. Cause now like we were talking, uh, we're going to be jonesing to go to, go to tons of games now. So, when whenever we are able to come back, which looks more like twenty twenty one, but
0: I mean I, I feel just like twenty twenty one there's gonna be we're gonna do one of those all all day things where we go to a live broadcast at like fucking seven AM in the morning and roll right into a Cubs game <laughs> yeah. at like one I'm up, o'clock. I'm like up we, for it. Yeah, like when we were uh hanging out with Waddle and Sylvie that one day uh, Yeah back back in the day. that was
1: awesome um yeah. more uh economic news if you want to get into that um uh a writer for forbes magazine uh maury brown who's actually a guy i've followed for a long time on on twitter he's actually a metalhead uh he's into baseball metal and auto racing which is couldn't be it's, more...
0: it's smitty yeah
1: it was, <laughs> he's, out of, he's out of portland uh another favorite city of mine when i go out west but um he wrote a really interesting article about two weeks ago now
0: yeah it is it is i I read it after you pointed it out it is super interesting and it makes a ton of sense actually
1: yeah for longtime readers of major League a holes back before we did the podcast, I wrote a couple different articles years ago about how i'm I'm a proponent of major league baseball expanding um you don't hear a whole lot about that since the since the mid nineties <clears throat> excuse me the the last expansion was what the Marlins and Diamondbacks, yeah, or something like that. But, um, maybe the Rays, I forget the order of all oh, that. Oh, uh,
0: Rocky Rockies,
1: <clears throat> well, whatever, it was wasn't it
0: for whatever, yeah,
1: it's it seems long past due. And I, back a couple years ago, when I was arguing that, uh, it seemed to make sense for majors to go to 32 teams instead of the current 30 teams for a bunch of reasons since you don't want to have 15 teams in each in each league uh that created the necessity for a interleague play every day of the season which they have subsequently done uh just 16 in in both leagues would make a lot of sense to me um the the point of uh maury's article was that obviously major league baseball is going to need a giant cash infusion at some point uh since they are losing billions of dollars this year um that's why we've seen such crazy contingency plans to get baseball up and running. Uh, whatever plan that eventually happens, there are still going to be billions of dollars lost in TV. Uh, not as much in TV if they can get this 100-game
0: system yeah. set up. but certainly I mean, the in- projection's $4 billion depending <clears throat> on yeah. the high end, of, of, of depending on how much is played and, and how it's played.
1: Yeah, that, that money's yeah. lost in ticket revenue, obviously, and concessions potentially sponsorship, all that. So there's a giant chunk of money going out that cannot be recovered unless Major League Baseball decides to expand. And that has been used in normal times as a giant cash infusion for current owners because of expansion fees. And uh, this Forbes article looked at what those could potentially be and based on projections of what what even in other... Fr- other sports franchises are going for baseball has certainly seen an uptick. They're supposing that it could be a billion dollars per franchise uh, that could just be thrown right to all the, all the major league owners. And I think, I think that's, I mean, talk about an easy, easy way to throw a bunch of cash into every major league team's pockets. That that would be the best. It could be 2 billion right there. Um, the other good news about that, it was, in something we brought up last week about the minor league system being uh, abused by Major League Baseball and thrown around losing 25% of the minors last week, 40-team uh, yeah. team contraction. Uh, well, that would – throwing two new Major League clubs into the mix would mean 8 to 10 new minor league teams that would have to be created or reabsorbed. So that would mitigate, mitigate some of that uh, – Pain that uh, some minor league franchises would feel. So uh, that that's a couple reasons why I really like this idea. The other thing is I just like expansion. I think it's fun. I like I'm am a graphic designer. I'm into branding. I love seeing new teams, new team names, new logos. That's the stupid reason. I'm I'm always about it. But I did a I did a pretty extensive population growth and market potential for where these expansion teams could be. And those numbers are pretty much the same now, four years later. The, the 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 most plausible places would be Portland, Oregon. Funny enough, that Maury's from Portland, and he's writing about expansion into Portland. Uh, just based on population, the only close uh, the only close uh, territory that that would be infringing on is would be obviously Seattle, uh, but it's still hundreds of miles away. So I think that makes a lot of sense. There is, uh, I've been following for at least two years now, a, a movement in Portland to bring baseball there, whether it be an expansion team or, you know, if a team's relocating, like the A's has been a, uh, potential target of the Portland group, uh, that's spearheaded actually by, uh, Russell Wilson is the, the face of that organization from the, from the Seattle Seahawks. um, they've talked about bringing the a's there because they've had all sorts of problems getting a new stadium built in oakland and one thing that would be a simple solution for is just have oakland the athletics move right to portland well that would mitigate this if they would just expand to portland right the other location i saw that makes a lot of sense would be uh, it, technically it's raleigh north carolina i think i think the franchise would just be the you know the carolina something Carolina blues is my Carolina my
0: confederates.
1: Yeah. Hopefully not that, <laughs> um, but that's a giant, giant population center that doesn't have, you know, it's kind of a hole in the major league map. Um, they have a giant, you know, the Charlotte has a flourishing triple a team there. Um, Charlotte Knights uh, right downtown or that'd be in Charlotte. Raleigh is a couple hundred miles away. I think so. that I think that's why they were going to put that, well, isn't there. that.
0: But that's the Durham bulls are right outside of Raleigh
1: uh
0: it's, it's the raleigh dirt yeah you're right uh,
1: you're right there yeah. yeah so well so that would that would cause some consternation there but we've seen it happen before the other locations would be obviously vegas
0: um with, vegas has been on the list forever so. well and
1: for even four years ago people thought that was ridiculous well you can't have you can't have baseball in a gambling center. Well, since then we've got, yeah, a, yeah. we've got a minor, we've got a major league or NHL hockey team, the Golden Knights, who went to the Stanley Cup final in their first year, and um, we now have the Las Vegas Raiders there. So that cat's out of the bag. Putting baseball yep. in, putting baseball in Vegas would not be an issue in in any way. I don't think um, the fourth potential location I, I brought up years ago would be some another a uh, place in Texas who already has the Astros and Rangers, but this would be in San Antonio is the next largest population center that does not have a, a baseball team, a major league baseball team. So I think that'd be my least favorite of, of the four if that was a place that they were going to expand into. But I think it's fun to talk about it. And I think it, I think it makes a lot of sense financially. I mean, that would be a
0: an instant, instant cash infusion
1: and it'd be fun for everybody. So,
0: yeah. It would be uh, be the thing to do right now. Might be another thing they can just push through. <laughs> yeah, since they're being,
1: they're able to push everything else through right now. Yeah, it makes sense.
0: Ah, uh, we're gonna ex- I know the economies We've had the mo- we have the most unemployed people uh, ever. The highest unemployment rate ever. <clears throat> but hey, let's expand baseball. But- well, hey,
1: that that's that's creating jobs in those yeah. communities. You know, building stadiums. You know, creating front offices. Creating
0: Game day staff, all that. So, uh, hiring construction workers to build the stadiums. Exactly, exactly. Well, there you go. So, let's do it. So you're right. on board.
1: You're on board now with expansion. Like before, like I remember years ago. Maybe you don't even remember, but or maybe no, no. Being...
0: I, 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 I. Here's the problem with it. Here's, here's my struggle with expansion. Always is when you look at, and I look at it from a White Sox point of view. Um, or, or just it, like you have these teams that are there's so many teams that are non competitive still, so I don't know if it, I, I, from a financial standpoint, and especially right now, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I too love logos like you and stuff like <laughs> that, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of dork things yeah, I like about it too. That's The height of dork. I, mean, I want a team in Alabama, so they could be the Alabama Slammers, But hey, I can't. I probably won't get that. But anyway, uh, so shot glass as a as the logo. But uh, anyway, um, nice. Um, there are so many uh, back to this non-competitive teams, and are you just are you thinning it out even more? And that's that's where, like like what are are you going to balance it out and is it going to become more competitive or is it going to become less competitive? Cause I, I feel like as we've expanded baseball becomes less competitive.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, did, did you really feel that throughout the two thousands, you know, right after, I mean, you saw the, the, you know, the Marlins made it to you know they won two World Series in the '90s. You know, within one in the '90s and one six years later in 2003. You know, so the you know the Diamondbacks won a World Series in 2001. It didn't take them long to get up and running. I know, I know, I know yeah, what how, you but, mean. Is is other teams like took the took the hit?
0: You, I you mean, seven, one and eight. I think, like, think about like. <clears throat> to me, it was always amazing that they won, and the Marlins. Uh, hopefully, now with new ownership, will run a team correctly. But you know spend, dump, spend, dump to get those two, you know, World Series. Um, like, but then you had like, you know, like the Cubs 106 years for a World Series and the White Sox was at 84 years. And then you had the Red Sox and now you, you've got the Cleveland Indians and you've just got these, it, it's just, and you, you still have what, how many teams who have never won a World Series? Four?
1: Yeah, but I don't see that as a as a symptom of too much expansion. You know, they, it's just mismanagement is is the explanation. I guess those,
0: mismanagement, so. but then you have send out ballparks too that don't allow maybe don't allow them to to spend the necessary money or they just keep the money for themselves like i, mean, I atten- don't know.
1: Attendance numbers have have been good across baseball, you know, they're not they're not dwindling the way they were in the 70s and 80s. Um well,
0: but when you still look <clears throat> at it, you've got like six six or eight teams that bring the average up. Right. But then you have the rest of the team average about 22,000 people. Yeah. The Rays, white socks. So uh, you're like, A's. so, so I, yeah, I get yeah, that. So like, so like, I don't know, like I'm not, I'm, I'm just, there's, there's two sides to the argument, but I think from a financial standpoint and, and with the way things are right now, it makes a lot of sense, but like, but like to t- your point too, is it just mismanagement by those teams? There's so many different scenarios for this thing. So like, I'm not against it. I'm not necessarily. I'm just like, let's see what happens. I mean, yeah. Well, I, think I mean, I know back then I was I was really against it, but I um, uh, now I've like I've seen you know like reading more about it and and reading that Forbes article. It does make a lot of sense from a financial standpoint right now.
1: Yeah, I think I think right. a lot of a lot of your fears have been mitigated by revenue sharing um, that has ramped up, where all the small market teams get a cut of what the big market teams are making. So it kind of doesn't matter where the where the attendance is. But that actually that actually leads me into my um, <clears throat> excuse me. Whoa, you all
0: right <laughs> over there? <clears throat> oh, that's that's annoying. Sorry, my <laughs> ass. Asshole of the Week
1: What is your problem You insensitive asshole
0: Pardon my French But you're
1: an asshole Who the fuck is this asshole
0: Am I wrong You're not wrong Walter You're just an asshole Okay then
1: (laughs) (laughs) We could delve right into that because uh, the owner of
0: the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, Bob Nutting. <laughs> I mean, guys, we could a, just we could go off on a five-minute joke yeah. do, joke then, tirade on that name, but
1: we won't. An un- unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate name to say the least. Uh, he's actually famous for not taking that revenue, the sh- uh, revenue sharing money that comes from other clubs. He's not. He's not putting that into his roster Uh, that's right
0: that's right i remember that now now that you bring that up i remember reading that
1: the major league uh the players association has filed grievances against him for years now saying that he's not reinvesting that money um into the roster and that's where the, the main thing that needs to change about the whole cba and the way baseball shares revenues there's there's a salary cap a de facto cap uh the luxury tax but there should be a floor uh, teams have to spend a minimum amount of money and that on, on, on payroll, player payroll uh, that there is none right now. And I think that, you know, if you ramp that up to $60 million or whatever it is, that, that would force force a lot of uh, owners to stop from pocketing that cash that they're just given, which Bob Nutting is the most, he's the poster boy for Uh, The reason I make him my asshole of the week this week is beyond his horrible cheap reputation uh, for those business practices. He is the first uh, major league owner to say he's no longer going to pay 401k benefits to his employees. That's cut off as of yesterday, I believe, which is just an ugly, ugly look. Um, And We've talked about how across major league baseball, all teams now I believe have extend have said they're going to extend pay and benefits to all their front office employees through uh, the 31st of May which is cool um, I think baseball said they only had to pay them through today so it's nice that they are actually extending that for a while and other teams that we have mentioned before like the Padres and Tigers have extended through October or indefinitely is how they phrased it meanwhile You've got the notoriously cheap pirates. Uh, yeah, they, I guess they are paying through the 31st, but they are they've cut back on their their 401k plans, which is just you know it's first of all it's a nominal amount of money for a franchise valued at 1.3 billion dollars. Um, you know wow. it just it's just just an ugly look. You know why. You know, people can absorb losing their their 401k for a couple months. You know, I, I get, I could, I could handle that. It's just, it just looks horrible. Um People have been attacking this guy for, for years. So it's just another example of, of what a shitty cheap, cheap fuck this guy is. So that, means I mean, yeah. the, the pirates couldn't be a perfect, a more perfect name, you know, st- rich guy stealing from the poor almost, you know, just. Yeah.
0: And- to layer on top of that on April 21st which was in the article I read about the 401k uh being cut off this this kind of slipped under our radar I, I didn't even I don't yeah, even know sure. this was originally publicized but they suspended all baseball operations employees meaning managers coaches all uniformed employees um and uh and trainers in that so they haven't been paying anyone uh, in in uh, that falls under that um uh, umbrella since april thir- April twenty first. Nice. So and uh, and I don't know that this is such a big deal, but all the executives in front office have been uh salaries have been cut by 35%. I think that's across baseball. I don't know
1: if that's been publicized a whole lot. I could be wrong. I mean I, too, know, I know I know MLB I know
0: the MLB executives took yeah. cuts too. So yeah
1: I, I guess I haven't heard of Theo and uh, Rickon have been have their salaries cut too, but I think that's pretty. That might be pretty. Yeah, that's probably. I'm.
0: I'm. I'm. A, it probably is at this point. But yeah, but so yeah, I agree. But, Assholes of the week, the Pittsburgh Pirates and yeah, I'm going to specific- nutting Bob Nutting. You are an asshole. Come on, Bob. Jesus. <laughs>
1: Um. What else we have on the list for this week? Well,
0: we're gonna we're gonna close out with with if you need a baseball fix today, yeah. you Happier can get notes. it today. You can get it today. And uh, I have been a fan of uh, MLB The Show series exclusively on the PS4, uh, and prior to that, the whatever PlayStation Three before that. Um, it is a, one of the best baseball simulators. Ever. it's the base, best baseball simulator ever. And every year they add, uh, from a graphic standpoint, they ha- it, it is what it is pretty much, but they add these little nuances every year to, to make it even more realistic when you play it. Like they added all the bat flips in this year, which is which is hilarious. So when you hit one with Timmy, he'll give you the aggressive bat throw before he rounds the bases and, and stuff like that. So in an effort to keep people interested in baseball and have a little fun, uh, we talked about this a little bit a few episodes ago, uh, maybe for a few episodes in a row, but like it, it, it comes in, it goes from an interest level. Um, all the baseball teams submitted a player to play MLB the show. And it was streamed on YouTube and Twitch and, and different uh, online streaming. Um, uh, 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 forums. sites. Yeah. Forms. And there, but we've made it down to the playoffs where there's eight teams left. And lo and behold, the Chicago has two entries. Both Lucas Giolito and Ian Hap have made it uh into the playoffs. They're both six wow. and seven. They're the sixth seed and the seventh seed, respectively. Giolito in the first uh like national airing of this on ESPN two the other night, uh destroyed Amir Garrett, basically beat him in the first inning uh of the game. Uh Amir Garrett was so worried about... The, this is hilarious. This is really neat, Um, uh, really funny. Uh, so it was on ESPN2, so it was a compressed format because one of the issues I found was trying to watch on the streaming format is they basically weren't limited in time. So, like, a lot of the things would get long-winded. It would become kind of boring. Uh, this, they went in with, like, a real plan. The games are only three innings each, so they oh, move okay. pretty quickly. Nice. Um, and, uh, They went with a plan because Giolito was playing for playoff position against Amir Garrett. So if he wins, he gets to be in the playoffs, and your seeding was based on run differential too. So Giolito, Garrett is so worried about the White Sox lineup, he literally says to Giolito as they're talking, he's like, Giolito's like, we're not playing in in, in Cincinnati. He's like, hell no. He's like, your lineup is stacked offensively. We're going to Miami to play. So he went to, like, a more spacious field to play to try to keep the ball in the park. Anderson leads off with a home run, followed by a Minkata home run, followed by a home run. Uh,
1: by the uh, way, by, why is Tim Anderson leading off? What a ridiculous uh, lineup.
0: Well, uh, yeah, right, exactly. How come Lewis Robert isn't? Um, and then uh, and then Nomar Marza hit a three-run homer later on in that same inning. So Giolito opened up a 5 nothing uh, lead right off the bat. But the part that makes this, this, um, funny and fun is the players have really gotten into it. So they're like taking it seriously. So they're getting like visibly upset when they're getting like torched up. Like it's almost like a real game. So, so today there's two airings at ESPN two today. Uh, you can watch at 3. PM Eastern, 2. PM central. You can watch your Chicago guys play, uh, Joey Gello, the number two seed, versus Ian Happ. And then Bo Bichette, the number three seed, versus Giolito, the, the number six seed. That, that's the C&D bracket. That's on ESPN2 today at 3 uh, p.m. Uh, Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Then on FSN, FS1 tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Blake Snell, the number one seed, versus Gavin Lux. And then uh, Jeff McNeil of the, of the Mets versus... Dwight Smith Jr. Uh, okay. of the Orioles. Uh, okay. He's he, he's on the Orioles. The he's Orioles the made playoffs. Wow. Yeah, and that's so that you know when you get teams like the Orioles making the playoffs, like that's a testament to the Players. skill of the player. And yeah. Goodrum, Goodrum just missed the playoffs. And, and oh, really? Uh, I had, yeah, I knew, I knew Nico
1: was doing well to start. Yeah, right? yeah. Could, so. Uh,
0: so he he's a he's a pretty good player. So anyway, so those will be on uh, a, a regular cable or streaming television tonight, and they're gonna. I don't know when the next set of games are on, but it, it's probably worth the tune in, guys. If you're chosen for baseball, the 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 realism of the gameplay is pretty cool, and it's it's funny to listen to the players' banter. One one other quick note was. <laughs> Yasmani Grandel gets on base and his speed is rated at 6 and Amir Garrett goes to to Giolito. He's like "Dang, he's like he's like is is Grandel really that slow? His speed six, six. G- 6 out of 10. 6 out of a 100." And like, <laughs> and like and wow. Giolito's like, like "No, he's like I don't even understand where that comes from." And 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 that's in that was the that's been the most fun aspect too is listening to players talk about how other players are rated incorrectly in, in the game. Maybe they're, worried, on, about the camp, they, maybe they're worried about the Maybe they worried about the calf, industry, <laughs> the calf industry. <laughs> industry. Yeah, maybe so. So yeah, <laughs> that's today. MLB the show if you need a baseball fix. And uh, I think I think that's about it.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's all I've got.
0: Uh, until next
1: week, we haven't talked about what, what day we'll be able to do this next week, but hopefully hopefully soon. I think thir- um,
0: thurs- probably Thursday at 10.
1: Nice. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll be here next week. We're, we're here for you people. We're at MajorLeagueAholes.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube TV, or actually YouTube channel. Uh, and we are everywhere you can find a fucking podcast, so find us. Everywhere. Support us, subscribe, like like this like dislike i don't care if you dislike it tell us we're full of shit do it interact we're here for us come on
0: we got nothing else else to do
1: yeah exactly so jesus we'll be back at you people next week peace all right peace